0: rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin
1: we meet again what's up everybody my name is Tara Devlin thank you so much for hanging out this is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history decency dignity democracy humanity and I see the chat room filling up already thank you guys if you want to hang out with the greatest chat room in American history, please go to youtube.com slash c for channel slash Tarabuster. And that's what we do. We get together on Friday nights and go through the madness together. And we, we support each other. Sometimes we break down in tears and I need to be talked off the ledge, but we're here. We're queer. Hold on camera get used to it so guys guys um let me do let's see so we meet here every friday evening around this time it's been around i try to get eight but it's been happening more around eight thirty 30 p.m East, eastern standard time so maybe i should just change it to that and who cares whatever we'll think about that we'll put that we'll put that on the agenda We'll have a discussion. And what else? Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. The show is available wherever you can get podcasts, including, well, it's also on Progressive Voices. It is also on rockfin.com. And the latest affiliate, I guess, or network that we're on is APS Radio News. And that's great. I'm very proud to be a part of this ag- incredible network so and you know, run by an incredible person that always helps and yeah so thank you charlie for including charabuster on the on your on your network cuz i know it takes a lot of work to do that and i appreciate your dedication and support that's for sure so check out aps radio news Two days in a row, Matt says. Be still my Tara Buster heart. <laughs> I know, right? Wouldn't it be great if we had a daily show at a set time? That's only, we'll get there one day. Maybe I'll be, maybe, I don't know. I'll be already be a ghost. But it's, uh, if you want a daily show at a set time, become a patron at patreon.com slash That'll help keep the show going and growing and one day at a time, right? And uh, I just see some chat. I mean, Super Chat's coming in. So thank you, Richard W., for your Super Chat. Already out of the gate. Another great show, Tara. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim, for your Super Chat. I really appreciate your support and always putting the cover charger on the table. I appreciate that. That keeps us going and growing. And Matt, thank you, Matt, so much for your Super Chat nice to see you and nice to see you mark c where the heck have you been hope you're feeling okay and doing well not that i'm not taking i'm not don't feel pressure i know what you're saying i i'm just saying nice to see you we all so mark thank you for your super chat too we are all living in a tough neighborhood in the in these dis united states that's for sure But so glad we have each other's backs. That's the damn truth. Because it's true. We stick together, we win, is how we got to roll. That's what e pluribus unum is. That's why we will win. Regardless, yesterday we played a terrifying video of a bunch of traitors uh, taking an oath to... To turn America, uh, or well, they they're oh, I mean, clearly they're confused. Their oath was to inflict their sick, twisted version of the Bible, which I guess it's a pretty sick, twisted book to begin with, but uh, but to inflict that on the United States, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. But that's how twisted they are, and how incapable they are of functioning in a democratic society. But all right, let's just get into other uh I want to talk about what else is new um there's a few things we got on the agenda tonight and we do have to stick kind of close to our um this is the thing about Fridays. I have to stick to the to the time so no, I can't really just go off on a tangent like we did last night. We spent the whole show talking about basically the whole show talking about Lauren Bobert. <laughs> Lauren banned at the bowling alley. banned from the bowling alley. Bobert. So she, it's just you know, it just kind of happened. She just is the is there's a wealth of of topic there. She's a vile person. So and so speaking of a vile person. We are, I mean, how much longer are we going to have to deal with Joe Manchin? This, the, the, this corrupt, self-serving black hole of greed, need, and narcissism. That's what he is. The, the, the you know, the fact that he, he did it again, this piece of dirt negotiating with the president and the rest of the democrats suppose this is what they said and this morning when i was watching my morning joe guilt well it's not a guilty place it's not really a pleasure it's just a habit and um one of the democrats was on and chris kuhn's and he was he it was the first time he was hearing about. It. He said I went to bed last night and I thought we had a deal and now I wake up and I hear that Joe Manchin has left the table again. And saying that he just can't vote for. Uh, he's such a dirtbag this guy. Because uh, obviously it's deliberate. He's not a democrat and I know that you know with the 50-50 Senate even though the Democrats receive more votes, yet still remain uh, in this this. It's I mean they are the majority, but it's ridiculous. We should we certainly need to be a a majority, an actual majority, and I th- yes, it's good that. Moscow Mitch McConnell isn't the speaker or um I mean isn't uh you know is in the minority so not the speaker you know what I'm saying but um yes, but mansion and cinema are the two the they will not be remembered well and Joe Mansion make no mistake is a self-serving product of the broken system. He is corrupt. Okay, and I, I just... Before we, I went on air here, and was, I took some... I um, grabbed a couple of videos that I was kind of uh, getting into as I was watching them, created by a... Where the hell is it? Hold on. Very well produced video. Let's see. Here, let's start with this one. Explaining Joe Manchin's 30 years of corruption. Better than I could put it together. And then hold on a second. Boop boop boop. Hopefully I won't I probably won't play the whole thing because they'll probably hit me with a copyright. So we'll we'll pop through it. So or they'll shut the channel down. You know what I mean? That's happened before. Where we've been playing some videos and they they just stop streaming the channel. So, hold on.
0: Manchin, the senator, is also a wealthy mining executive, mm-hmm. and he sells all his coal to this one power plant here it's in very low. West Virginia. A new investigation reveals that for 30 years, Manchin has been using his public office to benefit that plant, all while getting a cut of the plant's revenue. This arrangement has helped make him a millionaire. In part by You're forcing bad. people in his own state to pay higher electricity rates. Yeah. It's a classic story a of conflict scumbag. of interest and in public corruption. This is how he did it. I live future. He does not care
1: about our future. He cares about his future. Yeah. As a millionaire and as an oligarch. You're harming more than West Virginia. You're harming the whole
2: system. In the
0: 1980s, Joe Manchin owned several gob mines. Which stands for garbage of bituminous. It is the dirtiest kind of coal you can burn. It's really a filthy product. It's full of rock, clay, things that should never enter an incinerator. As the New York Times uncovered, Manchin used his new position as state senator to win an air pollution waiver so the Grantown power plant near his district was allowed to burn gob which produces high levels of the toxin sulfur dioxide. He's a piece in of private, shit. In private, Manchin then made a deal to sell his gob to Grant Town in exchange for a cut of the plant's revenue. Despite
1: the conflict of interest... Can you believe this? Can you believe... Th- of course we can. He's writing the laws and uh, completely benefiting himself. Forget future. Forget the children. Forget the environment. It's all about Joe Manchin. Can he make more money personally by writing laws and fucking us over? Hold on. All right, we're back. Here, let's continue with this video from a uh, an organization called the More Perfect Union.
0: Manchin then helped pass tax credits to subsidize power plants that burn gob in West Virginia. It's
1: poisoned our water, shit? it's poisoned our air, it's poisoned our citizens. He's like the freaking... Who's made money off of it.
0: Yeah. As governor, Manchin worked behind the scenes to push for electricity rate increases on people who relied on power from Granttown He's helped make sure that this plan gets this rate increases. Uh, to uh, pay for electricity that actually isn't made as cheaply as other forms of energy, including wind and solar, much which are also able to be made right here in West Virginia. How much Rate longer ratepayers were forced to spend millions of dollars it? in excess fees in one of the poorest states in the country, and Mansion personally benefited from all of it.
1: Making money off things unreal. that you are in charge of, totally immoral, unethical, yes, in all kinds of other words. Since yes. 2016
0: alone, Grant, Grant to town has cost West Virginia utility Mon Power 117 million dollars more than it would have to buy power from other sources. Later, when the EPA proposed The first ever national mercury and air toxic standards for power plants. mansion now a united states senator sponsored legislation giving regulatory authority over coal ash to states to get around the law of course we have this agency stepping way beyond its
1: boundaries oh you our founding fathers ever oh yes looks at himself in the mirror when he's looking for that inside guy it's all because of the founders right he's the one who's getting rich from the coal company and as the owner of a coal company he's the one who's getting the breaks from the senator
0: fast forward to today for three decades, Mansion has made millions as the gob supplier to the plant, while simultaneously getting a cut of the Grant Town plant's revenue. That plant is the last in West Virginia that still burns gob, and will be put out of business by the new climate legislation proposed in President Biden's Build Back Better plan. Mm-hmm. To squeeze out the last profits before a possible closure, the plant's owners tried to force the utility company to buy out its contract, which lasts till 2036. By November, It was clear that the state regulators who would have had to approve that buyout were skeptical. And a month later, Manchin announced that he was opposed to the Build Back Better bill altogether. Yep. Effectively killing it. There we go
1: vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. He
0: doesn't care. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He doesn't care what his constituents
1: think. He doesn't care what environmentalists think. All he cares about is making more money for himself and his crony friends.
0: The things that happen at this coal plant and across our state only make our water dirtier, our soil dirtier, our air dirtier. And I don't want to have to tell my grandkids or even my kids or even myself in a few years, that I can't live here because it's not safe. Somebody is hurting
1: us, hurting far, us too
0: long. Far, too long. far too long. And we won't, and we won't. Be, silent. Be, silent. be silent in it
1: Yeah, there's a true Christian, Reverend Barber. But how much longer? Are we going to take it? Now, I guess at this point, because we're all swimming in this corroded, filthy pool of corruption, thanks to conservative policies that allow money in politics and keep that, that keep getting worse, thanks to the filthy, corrupt Supreme Court, um, I guess the only remedy at this point is to elect more Democrats, elect more actual Democrats. But how this these these scumbags? How Joe Manchin continues to get elected? Now I understand West Virginia. If the next senator of West Virginia will probably be a Republican, if not if not Joe Manchin, but at this point we have to nullify him legally and peacefully. Here's an article from, it says uh, for this is uh, who, who wrote this? Michelle Lewis from a blog called Electric. The coal investor and U.S. Senator Joe Manchin opposes his own political party's clean energy program. And since not a single Republican will support the infrastructure bill that contains the program, Manchin has disproportionate power to sink the U.S. plan and decarbonize uh, to decarbonize in order to slow global warming and meet the Paris Agreement target of net zero by 2050. Why does he oppose it? On July 14th, this update um, from this blog, they wrote, Senator Manchin said Thursday that he would not support funding for climate or clean energy programs. Can you believe this? And he is he is in bed. He is in, intertwined with the coal industry. This should be some ha- i mean talk about the unethical behavior of so many scumbags who infest this sick sick dying government right from the supreme court they don't even care anymore they don't even care about the illusion of being above the fray and they do count on the stupidity of the American people, who I guess uh, we're so busy talking about, uh, I guess gas prices, but there are things we can actually do about that too. That the Republicans and the and uh, the the friggin' effective Republicans on uh, the Democratic side don't want to do anything about because they're getting paid. It's all about money. I I don't know about you guys, but aren't... Are you as sick as I am of being treated as nothing but a host from which to suck profit and discard? Everything is a commodity for them, including Mother Earth and all her inhabitants. It doesn't matter the future of the country. And they all, they, the offensive part of it is how they wave the flag and couch it in, it's uh, all for our best interest, like Joe freaking Manchin. I just can't. I can't support it. If I can't explain it, that's, a, that's his line. If I can't explain it to the people of West Virginia, well, he's not explaining it to the people of West Virginia. He's explaining it to his big-moneyed benefactors, who are, they are fellating him all over town. Here's another, let me show you this here. Joe Manchin kills the the, uh, the Build Back Better plan. This is another video from that group.
2: Manchin is a corporate Democrat. But what does that mean? We investigated his dealings with corporations over the past year. And it's more than just receiving corporate checks, though he gets a lot of those. Joe Manchin is more brazen and direct about the level of corporate corruption. Don't you hate him? Look at him.
1: Uh, Obviously, they're getting these videos from his, his political ads. There he is with a gun. There he is... Riding a motorcycle. He's just like us. He he likes to shoot shit. He likes to ride a motorcycle. He's a tough, he's a man. He's a greedy dirtbag checks, though he gets a lot of those.
2: Joe Manchin is more brazen and direct about the level of corporate corruption that he allows to influence him. Manchin executes policy decisions that corporations peddle to him, and nothing exemplifies it more than the way he's fought the Build Back Better bill for working families.
1: Hold on, guys. Here comes the music again. It goes by so fast. Jesus. All right, we're going... We're watching a video about Joe Manchin's, um, um, why he's killing um, Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. And, uh, you know, he's also destroying, well, hopefully not, but he's making it more difficult for Democrats to actually win in the midterms because what are they going to do? Go in front of the American people and say... uh, Obviously, the Republicans are nothing but a fascist, lie-based, coup-plotting bunch of uh, ghosts of the Gilded Age. And, well, really, ghosts of the Dark Ages. But that doesn't seem to be enough to scare people. But... I don't know, I guess for me, you know, we we are a bit more um, informed, uh, the people who watch this show, but it doesn't seem like, I guess people don't seem to care that fascism is, uh, it's not knocking at the door, it's in the house and it is running rampant through the house. Just knocking shit over, destroying things—it's got us in its jaws at this point. And him doing this is not helping. It's not helping. I, uh, uh, Kristen Cinema is not helping. The fact that they will not make uh, uh, make a move to help the Democratic Party—it's it's bigger than. Simply lining your pockets now. Or this, fil- these, this filibuster fake-ass rule that they made up. As if that's more important than saving democracy itself. Uh, clearly, Joe Manchin doesn't give a shit about that or anything except himself. And I mean, how old is Joe Manchin? This is the other thing that uh, is fascinating about these corrupt politicians. You're not, you you can't take it with you. How much more do you need? It's all going to come out in the wash. We know who you are. You can't hide you, can't, you're, you think we're all a bunch of dumbasses, but we see you. We're not stupid. We see that you're, you have made millions privately through writing laws that benefit yourself. We see that. We see your entanglement with companies that you then write legislation and get it passed. Because everybody is, you know, on the take. That's it. Remember when... What's his name? Uh, John Boner passed out... He literally passed out checks on the floor of the House. And that they... Um, the corporate media at the time got on his case about it. I mean, this is how... How corrupt these these pricks are. He's... At the time, Joe, no, I mean, all these Joes, uh, John Boner, <laughs> he apologized. You know, he, he said that was the wrong thing to do. He was passing out checks, literally passing out checks from the tobacco lobby. But it's the, the hypocrisy too. just fucking pass them out on the floor. What are you? Why? You know, it's less um, offensive if you're doing it in the back room. At this point, you might as well simply, uh, like everybody says, wear those NASCAR patches. We know where Joe Manchin's loyalties lie, and it's not with the American people. It's not with the people of his state. It's not with the Democratic Party. It's not with democracy itself itself. It's not with the United States. It's not with us. It's not for a more perfect union or the future. Making a better world that works. You know, handing our, uh, our, 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 our progeny. Handing the future. What are we giving them? More, sh- more filthy, archaic energy that they're going to have to deal with. This is something that we have to deal with. You cannot... You can only postpone the inevitable so long. I just want to know how old is Joe Manchin? And there, they just are holding on to every every last moment where they can suck the life out of us for profit. Let me Joe Manchin. Age? How old is he? He's Seventy-four. All right, honey. Well, um wh- how much more do you need? You have a boat. You are a millionaire. Your 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 kids are millionaires because they work in these these corp they're very, they're big executives in the very corporations that you write laws about. For, I should say. What are you worried about? You can't do you can't throw your 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 uh, your constituents a bone here and there. It's fascinating to me. If I mean, it would only be fascinating if if it weren't such a catastrophe on so many levels. Because what they what he's doing is he's he makes Joe Biden look like uh, yeah look feckless. Joe Manchin is the president. Can we get this through? Can we approve? Can we give everything? Give him everything he wants. This is Joe Biden's directive, and I mean, did we elect Joe fucking Manchin to a national office? I don't think so. But the arrogance—obviously, there's um, no—he has no fear of the leadership of the Democratic Party. They hold nothing over his head, clearly. He has no loyalty to the Democratic Party and much less the American people or democracy itself. Because this is what he is murdering. He's murdering Mother Earth, murdering, but he's also murdering, he's helping to kill the... The grand experiment, ultimately. He's doing everything he can to make it harder for Democrats to win in the midterms to stop this this fascist coup that's ongoing. That's right, Mark C. on the chat. The biggest tell was at the State of the Union when Manchin was sitting with his rethuglican buddies. Exactly. Yeah. And Winston says, "The thing that sucks is that with the pack system, we will never know whose patch of any of them, <laughs> of uh, any of them actually wear." That's true. Yeah, a corporation, a foreign power, a hostile far- foreign power. Yes, everything that um, that President Obama said is true about. We uh, remember that's the other thing. I gotta. I I really gotta write all these down when. Um, because I want to write something about how um, Republican, f- their war, like their promises and their fears, never come to fruition. They're always scaremonger about whenever we make a a, a step in the right direction. They're always like, "Oh, this is gonna end up with um, everyone marrying their pets or something," and it, of course, it never happens. And then when um, we say, when they, do, when they are successful in parts of their att- attacks and assaults against democracy, like the Citizens United ruling, and uh, they say, oh, no, not true. When, when President Obama pointed it out in the State of the Union how this would allow dark, money from foreign governments and so yeah you know, including money from foreign governments to in infiltrate our election system. Why do you need to open up the spigot of dark fucking money? Unless you're a crook, right? On the take. Because if you really if you wanted to protect your country and promote patriotism and the grand experiment, and you wanted to ensure that democracy survives for generations to come, you would do everything you can to prevent legal bribes into the system, you would think, right? You would see, you know, it's like um, when someone has a, a physical sickness and the sickness is diagnosed we know what the sickness is here in our body politic you you go f- you try to remedy that sickness you don't make it worse and that's every time the conservatives have any power they make it worse they make it easier for legal bribes to flood the system they make com- corporations they embolden them more hold on let me let me f- continue with this video of joe Manchin.
2: chin is a corporate no. demo- i mean
1: it's here 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 it should have started where it left off but here Last legislation, all while setting
2: personal records for corporate fundraising. This summer, just as Congress was about to reconvene and advance the bill, Manchin threw up a giant roadblock. Manchin sat with fellow Republican Senator Shelley Moore Capito at an event at the West Virginia Chamber of Commerce and made a startling announcement. And I'm saying for the first time, and I've thought about this
0: long and hard, whether I would say that today or not, but I think this is the right place. Hit the pause
1: button. Fuck you. (laughs) Who is that applauding? So this is for people on who are listening. Audio only. It's a video of Joe Manchin speaking at the Chamber of Commerce when he first blew up the Build Back Better uh, plan or whatever the hell. And uh, this is what he does: drag it out until you can't drag it out anymore pretend to be negotiating that's how you drag it out and then at the last moment you um you know get all the attention you can and he did that he made this announcement at the one of the chamber of commerce gatherings so look at the membership
2: of the west virginia chamber Coal companies Dominion and First Energy, and Mylan, the pharmaceutical firm where Manchin's daughter was CEO. Look I at know that. they're going to go
1: nuts right now in Washington. <laughs> Are they- they're going to go nuts, aren't they, in Washington? Right, because they're the enemies. Washington is the enemy. That's what he's trying to say. Meaning that government is the only entity large enough to possibly tamp down on your private greed on your private personal greed of using the American people as hosts from which to suck profit and discard and the, and mother earth herself as some kind of whore to be exploited and you sucked up, used up and thrown away. Treated like filth. What do I mean? Because why? Because he likes to uh, hang out on his yacht with, with all of his big money benefactors. We have him on tape. That says it all. This is, I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. How we know the system is broken because we literally have Joe Manchin on tape telling um, his big money benefactors, billionaires say asking them to give his buddy a good job because he was retiring he was leaving congress and uh he he if they gave him some a, a you know a guarantee of a job after he left he would vote to keep the filibuster he would he would you know he would guarantee them um a vote in Their favor that they would be happy with, and if what I mean if if that's not corruption, if that's not pay to play and bribery, what the hell is? He's a fucking corrupt piece of dirt. But what do we do? What do we do except elect Democrats, who aren't that. And I don't get how he thinks. This looks well. But the the thing is, he doesn't care. It doesn't matter. You see how, how corrupt? That's a reflection of the corruption, that they don't even care how corrupt it looks because the wants and needs of working people have a statistically insignificant effect on government policy as the, what was that, the Princeton report? This, there was a study not too long ago that said that if working people, if the rich want something, it is a guarantee for it to happen. But working people, the wants and needs of the majority, that's why the majority of the American people live paycheck to paycheck. But the, the wants and needs of working people have a, statistic statistically insignificant effect on government policy meaning the government is not working to promote the general welfare they the government is working for the interests of uh of the of big money like fdr said what all the all of the the warnings that FDR spoke about, they had become, they had begun to consider government an appendage of their affairs. We're here again. This is definitely the new Gilded Age. We're in the new Gilded Age. We're teetering into fascism. What the hell is, I mean, it's not a surprise. Of course we are. This is, fascism is what happens. Either we choose to, you know, promote the general welfare, we can go towards a more progressive solution to overcoming this, uh, to get out of this gilded age, except, you know, it's not going to (laughs) happen with these filthy, corrupt Democrats like Joe Manchin. Obviously, you know, I I see the irony of it's like the the Republicans are a lost cause, even the corporate media. No one ever says, well, why don't um, the Republicans vote for the, uh, you know, clean, renewable energy? It's like everybody knows that the Republicans are a lockstep fascist, Archaic and uh, regressive bunch of uh, of greed-centered ghouls. I don't know, but you know, Joe Manchin is. Uh, it's it's this this shtick is is old, isn't it? I mean, come on. And don't tell me if because of these. S- Sick fuckers, this country is going to, to find, the grand experiment is going to fail because of the greed of these tiny narcissists Let's look at
0: the
2: stage one more time. This is Steve Roberts, president of the West Virginia Chamber. Who is this person asking the questions? Not a journalist. That's Suzanne Clark, head of the U.S. Chamber, America's largest corporate lobby. How would you describe
0: the U.S. Chamber of Commerce's relationship with Congress?
2: Strong. Clark announced that the Bitch. U.S. Chamber would pay for a months-long radio, billboard, and TV ad campaign to support Manchin. Thank
1: shit. you for loving West Virginia Can and you putting believe us this? Senator, for what you do for us.
2: Another conservative what group you do? run by Mike Pence's chief of staff, Mark Short, spent $400,000 per week on ads bolstering Manchin's position. Let's go back to the Sweet Chamber man. event. Right as he made his pause button announcement on stage, pause Manchin had a column ready to be published in the corporate-friendly editorial pages of the Wall Street Journal. The Journal, meanwhile, has churned out a stream of near-daily editorials to laud Manchin and get his back. Manchin was happy to receive the accolades from the corporate class. But as soon as any Democrat dared to express even mild criticism about him, Manchin responded with crocodile tears. Manchin said he was upset at the White House for speaking to the media. The irony is that Manchin spent weeks leaking one story after another to Axios. One of those scoops was that Manchin had visited the offices of one of his corporate donors, Procter & Gamble and revealed to executives that if Build Back Better got done at all, it wouldn't be until 2022, which has now been borne out. Manchin tried to blame Biden's team for his own veto of Build Back Better, even though Biden's staff had spent months going out of their way to placate him. Manchin repeatedly brought members of the Biden administration to West Virginia to boost his political standing, including Health Secretary Xavier Becerra, Veterans Affairs Secretary Dennis McDonough, labor secretary marty walsh it's and like, energy secretary jennifer granholm back. manchin even successfully lobbied the biden administration to appoint his wife to a key role that affects west virginia's economy there and manchin is, won the ultimate prize hair. when he convinced the white house to pass the infrastructure yeah. bill without oh. a definite plan to also pass build back better yes. for his victory lap he went to a toyota plant to stand with corporate executives Despite the infusion of federal support, Toyota said no new jobs would be forthcoming. This is where Manchin decided to announce that he opposed incentives that would ensure the next generation of electric vehicles are union made. Manchin told the anti union Toyota execs that the Build Back Better labor provision would be wrong and un American.
1: Un American? Manchin announced that he
2: also opposed the ban on offshore. Why don't he call it woke? in Build Back Better. Manchin's largest donor in 2021 was an oil and gas pipeline company, Enterprise Products, where his son worked. Days earlier, Enterprise had announced that it was seeking approval to build the nation's first offshore oil terminal big enough to serve the largest class of supertankers.
1: All right, hold on, we'll be right back. All right, we're watching this. There's only uh, about 20 seconds left of this video, so I might as well just play it all. Finally,
2: Manchin went on Fox News to declare the death of Build Back Better, and he did it with a familiar line.
0: I've always said this, Brett. If I can't go home and explain
1: it to the people of West Virginia, I can't vote for it. And I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. Dirt bag. I just can't who are you explaining it to We know he's not explaining it to the people of West Virginia he has to explain to his owners and and really it's a symbiotic relationship of course he I don't I just don't understand how someone can be so filthy and disgusting and selfish How do you, I mean, is it the money? I guess so. Uh, You sleep at night, being a liar, being a, somebody who is a, he is a clear narcissist. To drag it out, to, to really stab all of your colleagues in the back throughout negotiations. To look them in the eye. To pretend you're there, sincerely trying to come up with a a, a a piece of legislation to benefit the American people, and then in the dead of night you announce, "Oh, I can't do this." After weeks and weeks and weeks, and you don't you don't give your colleagues any warning. You just Fucking go on um, your favorite fascist talk show network. Your favorite fascist propaganda outlet and say, oh, I can't do this. Too too many taxes. Taxes on whom? Not taxes on your big money benefactors. Right? Taxes. This, he's trying to say that there's taxes on... Uh, You're being taxed. The American people are being taxed. When this is the furthest thing from the truth, uh, except, you know, um, he'll run with it, like the rest of the Republicans. It's unreal. Well, let's see. The news that significant climate policy will not be part of a budget reconciliation bill is crushing to so many people, particularly in the light of the devastating effects of climate change and inflation now adversely affecting every American. As of today, we hold out hope. And this is um, a a statement from the president and CEO of the Solar Energy, Energy Industries Association. As of today, we hold out hope, however slim, that members of Congress will see the urgency of this moment and do whatever it needs to be done to pass meaningful climate and clean energy legislation. This apparent defeat is a serious blow to the American worker, to American manufacturers, and to national security, and the potentially massive clean energy economy. And all all of that is true. Like Joe Biden says, when I think of um, renewable energy, or I think of jobs, this is the truth. We could have a new new deal. We could have a, C- a new CCP. I mean, CCC, what, what am I saying CCP? What's CCP? This apparent defeat is a serious blow. Yes, yes, yes. Clean energy policy also fights inflation. Oh, my God. And, yeah. It's incredible. You know, they passed a, a windfall profits tax in the UK. A big oil windfall profits tax. Why can't I talk? Profits. Profits. But not here. That's the tax we need, to, we need to pass. And everything that the conservatives say here, oh, it will, this windfall profit, profit tax, I can't say those two words together, are, uh, it's punitive. They're, well, they're doing really well. These big oil mother effers, they, I believe, like Tom Hartman believes, they are keeping prices high because they are deliberately fucking the Democrats. They don't want the Democrats to win. They want fascism. They want their, their they don't give a shit. You know, they don't care who, um, yeah, they don't have a higher ideal. They don't have the grand experiment they don't have altruism as their as their um, guidepost. They want a compliant and easily exploitable working class majority that they can use like another resource, ex- use it up, and discard without concern. And yeah. I don't know if we don't get rid of Joe Manchin or nullify him. We're we're gonna it's it's I don't know how we go how will we survive if these Republicans win in the midterms, it'll be over. And I'm just thinking about. His meeting with these—well, they we'll have it on leaked audio when he met with billionaire donors. Here, this is from The Intercept. Had a hold of that um, of that audio, and here's the quote: "Roy is retiring. If some of you all who might be working with Roy in his next life could tell him, that'd be nice." And it'd help our country. Yeah, it's always about the country, right? Because whatever serves you serves the country, right? He's talking about Roy Blunt. And um, as the article from The Intercept reported back, when was this? What month? This was a few... When was this? In uh, June of 21 almost a year ago, or a year ago, Manchin is appearing to, uh, he uh, appears to be suggesting, without perhaps quite explicitly saying so, that the wealthy executives on the call could dangle future financial opportunities in front of the outgoing senator while lobbying him to change his vote. Senate ethics rules forbid future job negotiations if they are if they create a conflict of interest well what the hell is manchin's entire career um it's sure you could put down ethics rules you can put them all you can put them all on paper but if nobody does anything about it who cares obviously he's he doesn't seem it doesn't seem to matter um, the commission here, it's that, it's that tedious, no labels group, which is bullshit. Of course, personifies mansion and cinema. There's no labels Yeah, Money doesn't have a label. It's just green and that's all that matters. Right. So, but I, and it's, it is, it's like a crime family because mansion on that call he didn't openly suggest you know he he gave himself plausible deniability he didn't suggest that the donors discuss a job but he rather uh, as the as the reporting says he says that people who blunt might later be working with would likely have significant influence If, uh, you know, they, they told him about maybe some future job prospects. Unreal. Oh, well, that's where we live. And what are we going to do about it? I don't know. Let me check in with you guys. See what you think about this. Where's my people? Where's my people? Oh, here you are. My people, my people. I don't know, guys. Corporate, let me say, Blunt is a great last name. Yes, Matt on the chat. He should name his child Smoka. <laughs> really. Corporate, exa- and Richard W. says corporate executives are being paid millions a year and they still hate us exactly because it's never enough it is a sickness and that's why what we're doing what we do in the real liberal media is so important because we we have to change the the zeitgeist it has to become obviously it's not they're not going to write laws that fuck themselves with this because they're greed centered So it has to become uh, unseemly to be a greedy ghost of the Gilded Age. I'll just lower that a little bit. That's a little loud. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let me get off this mansion, asshole, for a second. Um, Everything's about money, and I'm I'm looking on the chat, and uh, Haiku says, doesn't every mobster's wife fall down the stairs at some point? Which is a great observation, yes, and also a good place to just talk about that. As we know, well, um, sure that you know, uh, most people know. Ivana Trump died. She fell down the stairs, apparently. I don't know. Somebody maybe pushed her. Who knows, right? If the, if the if you know if it was like Nancy Pelosi's husband falling down the stairs you know that it would be all over right-wing media how uh, Nancy pushed her or something pushed him you know what I mean but we don't usually go there because we're not um, most we're not kooks but I I don't know I guess maybe he he pushed her down the stairs so he can fundraise off her death immediately following the death of Donald Trump's first trophy wife because she 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 made the mistake of getting old you know she kept waking up and she I guess didn't make him as uh, look as uh important on his arm now I know that ivana according let me see Ivana she was paid hush money she, there was a uh, a very nasty divorce between the two of course cuz she was being cheated on and according to ivana he was uh, he was not the best of lovers donald trump I, I know how shocking that is he also i think raped her apparently let me see this hold on Let's see. And she said she in this, there was legal proceedings. Ivana Trump once accused the uh, the scumbag con man of rape. and although she later clarified that it was not in the criminal sense, so she got paid off. That's what happened. Of course, he raped her. You yeah, know, that's his property. Right? You you do what you want with your property. How can you rape your wife? Republicans today are still saying that. They say things like that. There was a, recently, now that I'm saying that, how can you rape your wife? There was a, I'm trying to look up who that was. How can you rape your wife? Some Republican recently said that. Hmm. Let's see. Well, the Republican rape platform. Anyway, whatever. I can't find it right off the top. So Ivana Trump, the first wife of former President Donald Trump and mother of Donald Jr. Ivanka and Eric has died blah 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 calling blunt impact injuries that's what the new york city medical examiner said in a remembrance on truth social the con man had this to say about his ex-wife i'm very saddened to inform all of those who loved her all of those who loved her not me right all of because you it, it does not seem like all of those who loved her Excluding myself, of which there are many, except you, that Ivana Trump has passed away at her home in New York City. Well, I mean, she fell down a flight of steps. Fell. So, passed away? She was a wonderful... It's not like she fell asleep and, you know, uh, was carried off by a, a, a contingent of angels. She was a wonderful, beautiful, and amazing woman who led a great inspirational life. Her pride and joy was her children. She was so proud of them, and we were all so proud of her. Rest in peace. Ivana with an exclamation point. Exclamation point, excuse me. What a what a tacky little bitch. And underneath it said please donate. You know, uh, to save America. You scum. Never miss an opportunity to grift from your suckers. They have no shame. Yvonne, let's see. Let me see. Hold on a second. But what else do we expect? Because greed is the only American value. I mean, the fact that. They literally included a link to get the dupes to to give them more money on an announcement of the death of someone supposedly dear to them. Oh, my God. I want to show you something that just popped up on my screen. I don't know why. It says... The website Truth Social would like to send you notifications. I didn't sign up for Truth Social. Uh, No, thank you. I'm not even on the Truth Social page. Donald Trump is... This is from Fox News. Donald Trump slammed for fundraising letter on a reaction to Ivana's death. Former President Donald Trump was slammed on social media in response to his his statement that his first wife, Ivana, had died by critics who claimed he was fundraising. Claimed? There's a link there. That's, you know, fake news. There's a freaking link and here it is. Here's a picture. Here's the post from the from the fake ass Twitter wannabe truth and there's the goddamn link. Yeah, it's not like you have to include a fundraising link in every post. That's a deliberate action. It's not like it's uh, it's just there. You can't help it. You can't take it off. It's there because you put it there. Donate to save America. I mean, God, the shamelessness. They are disgusting. The Republican Party is a vile cesspool of greed. And this is why what we're talking about is, and doing the show is so important and keeping the show going and whatnot and shows like it, because if, if we can't win in uh, the halls of power, because everything is so broken down and corrupt, we have to do everything we can to make that corruption as disgusting as it actually is people know uh, deep down inside how vile it is to be a greed-centered ghoul there's nothing to commend that's not there's it's nothing to aspire to it's a pretty sad statement on them Right. So someone on uh, Twitter, Fred Wellman, writes, what a shitty human being. My dad is, I mean, excuse me, my ex is dead. Send me money. And yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Trump is a ghoul. He's a greed-centered ghoul. But this is where we live, you know, and there's more, let me say the time. I just want to keep track of the time because you know what else is disgusting? This This whole country is fucked up. And when I was reading about how the uh, the UK passed a windfall profits tax, I'm just going to say windfall tax, because obviously those two words won't come out of my mouth at the same time. So from Reuters, British lawmakers approved a 25% windfall tax on oil and gas producers, don't say anything because Tara Jr. might show up in the British North Sea on Monday, which the government says will raise about five billion pounds. And that is uh, around five point nine five billion in, in uh, dollars. So around five billion pounds in one year to help people struggling with soaring energy bills. We can do that here, of course, if not for people like Mansion and Cinema. The energy profits levy will target profits made from a spike in oil and gas prices as energy demand is going up after pandemic lockdowns ended and the Russian-Ukraine conflict started. The tax bill still has to pass through the upper legislative chamber known as the House of Lords to become law law the lords can seek to amend the bill but it is very very rarely but they very rarely try to block legislation outright the tax was first announced by the conservative government on may 26 and was met with critiques from oil and gas companies that would shrink investment and that this is the the fear this is what they say but it's bullshit it's going to shrink investment and in domestic production but the government says as an investment incentive, which means firms could receive a 91 pence tax relief on every pound, about a 19, spent on new oil and gas extraction would underpin energy security. In response to a cons- consultation, the government tweaked the bill to include a film a excuse, what the fuck is wrong with me? I can't talk. I'll, I'll read to include a firm end date of 2025, so, you know, one day at a time, and allow firms to offset against the tax by decommissioning oil fields and investing in electrification and uh, renewable energy. Doesn't that sound reasonable, right? Right? Climate activists and opposition politicians have criticized the incentive in the bill for failing to offer tax advantages for renewable power. But we now ask that they continue to actively engage in the sector as the levy unfolds and to take into account further recommendations. But, so do something, right? Do something to help the people And encourage the the, uh, development of renewable energy. Not here, though. That's something that Joe Manchin could, you think, might want to get behind, but he won't. But here's more disgusting. This is how disgusting this country is. I saw this on uh, a blog called Motherly. Okay? Okay? But it's you could probably see it all over the place, and some kind person named Cassandra Stone, I guess, she thought this is a good. Uh, I'm gonna help people because here's all the GoFundMe fundraisers for Uvalde victims and their families. So this is the, on the motherly blog mother dot l y. This person aggregated and compiled all of the GoFundMe, I guess uh, fundraisers. That's what right for victims of another mass shooting in the country for to help them offset trauma care and medical costs. Now, no, in no um, part of this motherly blog or whatever do they uh, reference how disgusting it is that people have to go on GoFundMe for medical care after being a victim of yet another mass shooting here in the United States of serfs and lords. So here's what, what the motherly... And look, it's very, it's it is uh, makes you want to weep. Pictures of young of the victims. This young victim with uh, angel wings. It's disgusting. So sad. Yeah, he's a he now. He's a literal angel, I suppose. Right? It's just, I I find it. It's like a horror show. But the horror is not only that it happened, but that it's compounding the immorality of the event is the fact that people are blind to how disgusting it is that the victims have to, the ones who survived have to go on, they got to stand on the side of the super of the, uh, the internet superhighway with a sign. And beg. And beg for care. So the article says, in the wake of trauma and crisis, most people want to do what they can do to help. This is where GoFundMe usually comes in. Oftentimes, the quickest and easiest way to directly help those in need is by donating to these online fundraisers. This is why we've compiled a list of all the Uvalde GoFundMe fundraisers that have been set up to help each family affected by this horrific mass shooting. Personally speaking, I can attest to the necessity of GoFundMe um, as my family was the beneficiary of a fundraiser earlier this year during our own health-related crisis. Can you believe this? I mean, the the fact that, okay, I understand. You had to t- turn to GoFundMe. Why are you presenting this as a good thing? This This doesn't happen anywhere on earth except here. I also can verify that the funds are considered a gift, which means the recipients are able to receive them tax-free, Only a small percentage of the funds go to the company itself. The donations are immediately deposited into the bank account of the beneficiary. To put it plainly, this type of financial support can help people through the worst times in their lives. And it's the kind of support you cherish and hold on to for the rest of your life. Though there are many times or many ways to channel our grief and rage into action in the aftermath of this all too common massacres. Yes. If you're looking for a great place to start, this is it. Irma Garcia was one of the fourth grade teachers at Robb Elementary who was killed by the gunman while trying to protect her students. Her husband of nearly 25 years, Joe, tragically died two days later after suffering a heart attack. The Garcia's family and friends say Joe couldn't handle the grief of losing his wife in such a brutal way. They say he died of a broken heart. The Garcias leave behind four children. The youngest is 13. Rogelio was 10 years old and in Mrs. Garcia's classroom when he was killed. Thank you for your prayers and trying to help find my cousin and trying to help... Yes, yes. It breaks my heart to say, which is uh, he is now with the angels I'll miss you forever, my angel. Can you? F- I mean, I I'm not mocking the the grief. I find this disgusting, because it's it. Not only does it happen now, this is it. This is the best we can do. You can help the people pay their funeral costs here. Okay, I understand that, but here. Misha, or excuse me, Mia, Mia, M-I-A-H, is an 11-year-old survivor of the Uvalde shooting. But the trauma she suffered will likely result in years of therapy. After hiding and evading the shooter, she, hold on, hold on, yeah, I know. Be right back, guys. I know. All right, we're, we're reading um, here in the United States of serfs and lords, you know, the sick-ass country that we live in, where Joe Manchin runs rampant over us like uh, like an unelected lord. And uh, so, well, like the Supreme Court, um, from lining their own pockets all the way, while the American people who are victims of mass shootings, the the mass shootings that happen on a daily basis, go on GoFundMe to beg for medical care and the like. So after hiding and evading the shooter, she and her fellow classmate were able to grab their dead teacher's phone and call 911 for help. She told CNN that she was so scared the gunman would return to the classroom that she covered herself in the blood of one of her classmates who was already dead. So she can play dead. She suffered a bullet fragment during the shooting. Her family set up a GoFundMe page to offset the costs of therapy and medical care. You can donate here. Is that, I mean, isn't this disgusting? No country would not not only would allow this to happen, but then say, "All right, Bobby, you're on your own." You can get be, oh, you need therapy. You need medical care. You go on GoFundMe, and I'm sure there are there are. You can pull some heartstrings with this story. You'll have no problem. It is so, it's, it's absolutely vile. Noah also survived the shooting, but is suffering from physical and mental trauma. He endured a gunshot wound that will require physical and motor therapy along with long-term cognitive care for the mental trauma of the shooting your donation will be used to help him recover Jesus Christ he uh, not only trying to help him recover with his, his physical wounds but his mental wounds from by witnessing the suffering of his friends and his classmates and beloved teachers this is so goddamn sick. Unbelievable. And I don't know, man, who put this who put these kids in angel wings everywhere? Is this supposed to be All these kids have angel wings. Is this supposed to be comforting to us? Right? Am I? Uh, it looks. Oh, uh, this is how we get through together. Oh, they're they're angels now. Got some angels. Oh, please help me find that parking spot. I I don't know, guys. We have so much work to do. This country is so sick. We have a con man, a coup plot and con man running around, continuing the coup, spreading lies. We have so-called Democratic senators writing laws to benefit their own bottom lines. The greed of the... I mean, these people aren't suffering. And then we have the truly... The, the the country that this I mean the people that this country was founded to promote the general welfare of having to uh, just completely disregarded nothing will happen right I mean there's no nothing will change we'll just Continue putting angel wings on young people, and going on GoFundMe. They need mental health care. They need ongoing medical care. They they got to do physical therapy because they got shrapnel from the well the well regulated militia ran into. Yeah, who knows where that well regulated militia is going to land next? Will it be at the? supermarket who will it be at your school will it be your kid and you know i mean i don't know it's disgusting so here's what happened today a group anti-gun anti-gun violence group sent a mile-long convoy of buses to Ted Cruz's office to honor 4,368 children killed by guns. The anti-violence group says it's the NRA's Children's Museum, and it's targeting Ted Cruz because he's the leading recipient of gun lobbyist funding. A convoy of 32 buses, headed to Senator Cruz's office this morning. The yellow bus project includes many empty seats on each bus to represent the 4,368 children killed by gun violence. And that's just kids, though. Just in 2020, the 4,368 children killed in 2020... And we were talking yesterday about a story that there would, there would, if not for the NRA and this disgusting Second Amendment bullshit, that for whatever reason neglects that whole well-regulated militia part, and trans, I guess translates it into every unhinged incel can get in a fucking salt weapon. If not for the NRA, there would be, what was it? Is it 28 or 38,000 young people? Youth. That's just the youth would still be alive. I think, let me look it up just to get the exact number. Would still be alive. I know yesterday we had so much fun on the show. Now today is such such a downer. If, well, that's what it, Joe Manchin will do for you. And Ted Cruz. Let's see. I can't find it. It's not popping up. It's one of the articles I saved. Let me see. 28,000? 28? Would still be alive if not for the NRA. Anyway, I can't find it. But that's good. I mean, it's good to to send, you know, these buses. I, but, but the fact that nothing happens, the person, one of the people in charge of the this you know, the uh, NRA's Children Museum, or is an artist whose son died, in uh, in Parkland, so he uses his time now, trying to help. People or help uh, ensure that no parent have to has to lose a child to gun violence in this country, but obviously, you know, it's not working. There's no, nothing is happening except the. What what happened? The the Republicans and this bipartisan bullshit. They just passed the bare minimum of nibbling around the edges. And they call it, that's a big win, you know? So nothing is going to happen. And I'm just, I am just so damn tired of hearing, let's not make the perfect the enemy of the good. What's, oh, this is not even, what do you mean it's not perfect, the enemy of the good? This. It it's not even good. It is pathetic let's not that's what we should say let's not make the perfect the enemy of the fucking pathetic of the least we can do oh here comes the producer just in time for the end of the progressive voices part of the show guys I can't believe how fast it goes this is crazy Thank you for hanging out. We will win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for all your support. This is not the end of the show, so if you want to listen to the rest, go to youtube.com slash c for channel slash Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News for some more great info keeping on top of the independent media Because we need more of that. We stick together. We win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. I did it again. Shit. I can't. What the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I? Why can't I do that wrap up ever? I got to get. I really have to see the. uh, I can't see it. That's what it is. Anyway, whatever. Screwed that up again. Okay, who cares? We're doing it live. Let me check out. What's going on here? <laughs> we will win. We have to win, Winston says on the chat. Absolutely. We don't have any other choice. I'm ve- I'm in a bad mood tonight, really. I really am. Because it's so, you know it is so sad watching a father try to overcome the the horror the grief of having to bury his son murdered in a, one of the many massacres just not the not the last massacre one of it was it wasn't didn't end up being the last massacre it was just the next massacre and having to come up with clever means to get some media attention. Because maybe then something will happen. Well, the fact is, the majority of the American people don't want this shit. The majority of the American people want assault weapons to be banned, like it was, like they were, before the Republicans let the assault weapon ban lapse. And I remember when that happened. And there were warnings, as always, right? Because Republican warnings never come to fruition. But normal warnings, when normal people say, hey, if we let this happen, like, if we let dark foreign money into our system, that's not going to be a good thing. And Alito sits there mouthing, not true, which is so fucking them of course it's true. Just a li- but it's a lie. Everybody lies but them, right? Except when you know the sun comes up in the morning as it always does, the the chickens of conservative failure always come home to roost. But they never apologize for it. So, you know, this father has to organize a mile long bunch of buses trying to get some media attention. So uh, until the next time, right? until the next time, there will be another massacre. and we will all well and the corporate media will will say how uh, the American people have a short attention span. It's not the people. it's the corruption. Yes, people have a short attention span. But the the media has, the corporate media has a, um, they have an ability to focus that attention span. They could do a, talk about it every single day until something's done. They could expose the corruption in the rot in this system. They could do that. They could connect the dots. They can go back to, they could instead of giving us another story about gas prices, they can go back to how if we had followed Carter's energy plan, we'd be free from foreign oil. And then Joe Biden wouldn't have to go a uh, fist bump a, a freaking uh, handmaid's tale. Saudi prince. He wouldn't have to be over there at the handmaid's tale. People are like, I mean, it's like, that's the dots. Those are the dots that need to be connected. But, well, I guess. Oh, the American people have such a short attention span, we keep hearing. Whose fault is that? And they keep asking the American people, what do you think about... um, This is the other thing. They talk about the inflation and people are, they have a, um, how the economy is doing well. You know, people are in the unemployment rate is down and blah, blah, blah. Yet people feel there's going to be a a recession. Okay. Regardless of the truth, they just feel there's going to be a, well, why are you reporting that then? They feel this. Where are they getting this feeling from? Is it, are they pulling it out of their asses? They're getting it from the corporate fucking media. Oh, people are so divided. Well, that's also from the corporate media, and we've shown the studies here. Since the Telecommunications Act, the American people are more divided that's not a that's not an accident it's what happens when you when you divide people when you when you concentrate wealth and then you allow the the very concentrated wealth the people benefiting from that concentrated wealth to own the mechanisms and the to own the media to own to to own the platforms of communication This is not, it's really not rocket science. And that's why, you know, when we have to, when there's a a bill that's passed, when there's a health care bill, it's got to be thousands of pages long. Yeah, and the Republicans complain, oh, this is so many pages long. Well, that's because when you need to operate as an appendage of the affairs of the, of the rich, of people, and you're not, you're not uh, actually writing a health care bill. You're writing a bill that throws uh, some bones to people while, cons- while keeping the corruption intact. That's why it has to be so many bill. I mean, so many pages. When you when you will do everything but fix the broken system, you nibble around the edges. You, uh, yeah, you're just doing the bare minimum. So the revolution, you stave off the revolution. You stop the, the, the you know the the uprising of the general welfare. God. (sighs) Yeah. Well, anyway, Joe Biden says that he will use executive action to um, do something about climate because uh, the, the president of of the United States, Joe Manchin, has took a shit, has, (laughs) I can't talk, has, is that how you say it, has, uh, you know, wiped his ass with any possibility, so Joe Biden's going to have to do some executive action, from the Guardian, they write, Biden has promised executive action on climate change after Joe Manchin, a Democratic senator who has repeatedly thwarted his own party while making millions in the coal industry. That's how it has to be presented. You see, on the corporate media here, do they, do they introduce him as such? Of course not. Democratic um, senator from West Virginia, here's Joe Manchin. No, it should be the the senator with the D after his name who has repeatedly thwarted his own party while making millions in the coal industry. Refused to support more funding for climate action. In another blow to Democrats ahead of the midterms, the West Virginia senator also came out against tax raises for wealthy Americans. Because, you know, the income disparity and upward immobility is not wide enough. It's only wider than it was in the Roman Empire. That's just, that's not wide enough, though. It's not wide enough for Joe Manchin and all of his benefactors, all of his, all of his buddies. They need you nice and stupid, compliant and desperate And the only thing you can do is go to church and await your reward in heaven. Don't expect any earthly rewards here. Don't expect the general welfare, you know, to... Please, don't expect a more perfect union. The American dream, they've redefined the American dream. From you can also live a decent middle-class life until uh, to being maybe you can somehow figure out some scheme to exploit your fellow Americans, just like Joe Manchin has, and like how Trump has, right? That's really the American dream now. They've redefined it. You too, you already don't give a shit about your fellow Americans, but now you're missing the other perfect ingredient, like the perfect phone calls and, and the perfect um, everything else that Trump ever did. The, the missing ingredient is the scam. Come up with a way to separate your fellow Americans from their money. You already don't care about them. You, 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 you know, some will go on GoFundMe and give some of them some money. When they lose their kids in a, senselessly in a gun massacre... Jesus Christ. Yep. Because all, that's all they're missing, right? That's the American dream now. You too can grift. The grift is open for everyone. You too cannot give a shit about anybody else but yourself and come up with a way to separate your fellow Americans from their money. Uh, by any means necessary, because that's all that matters. And everybody else... Nobody cares. Nobody cares about anybody. And uh, let's all lament how divided we are. Yeah, uh, here's from Business Insider, the the socialist rag known as Business Insider. Aaron Snodgrass, that's the name, yes. And Charles Davis writes... Trump was extremely disciplined in grifting and trying to use the presidency to make money, says an expert on fascism. While looking back on the former President Trump's time in office, Ruth Ben-Ghiat sees someone who pursued a unique goal among his predecessors, one requiring extreme discipline. And dedication. <laughs> Trump's aims at a pres- as excuse me, Trump's aims as president were totally different from any other president, Republican or Democrat, says this Ben Yat, a, a historian at NYU, who is also an expert in fascism. His aims were autocratic in that he wanted to turn the public office into a vessel for making money for himself. To have private profit off public office. With the House Committee hearings over the January six Capitol riot prompting renewed scrutiny over Trump's final days. Hopefully, that. Oh my God! Yes, that was <laughs> it was trending yesterday. Uh, hashtag, wrong Trump was trending. Like, yeah, you took the wrong Trump home. Jesus. <laughs> You called the wrong, the wrong Trump fell down the stairs yesterday. Ben Gatt spoke to Business Insider about the insurrection, its ongoing aftermath and the divisive form of president at the center of it it all. This week in the congressional committee's televised hearing, lawmakers focused on Trump's massive fundraising efforts following the 2020 election in which his campaign sent emails to millions of supporters claiming that a left Wing mob was threatening the integrity of the election and encouraging people to step up and fight back by donating. Donating to a um, this thing, an entity that didn't exist. There was no there's no pack to save America. There was none. It was all to line Trump's pockets, to shove it down his rapacious greed hole and lie hole. Unfortunately, he never shuts his lie hole up because there's never enough and there's always room for more. Investigators say Trump's lies about voter fraud ultimately resulted in $250 million in donations from Trump supporters following Joe Biden's victories. Most of the money raised ended up in a pack that, uh, made significant contributions to pro-Trump businesses, okay? What a fucking scam. That's why they, uh, he found the best scam. The multi-level marketing, vitamin scam, nah, that's for amateurs. He found this corrupt, broken system. It was already there. The Republicans had already set it up for him. They just unleashed this 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 filthy greed-centered ghoul that knows no that has no integrity, has no decency and ser- and has no business being anywhere near a, a position of power over anybody else that's for sure I mean this fucking guy couldn't even sell a uh, you know uh, an actual vitamin it was just that was a scam too that's how much you hate your fellow Americans just sell them a bunch of shit constantly come up with another thing to trick them out of their money He he didn't offer anything that improved anybody's lives. Ever. Everything that he's ever done. He's done nothing but add pain to the world. Uh, Even his tacky hotels and uh, his casinos that go bankrupt. It's like going bankrupt selling crack. That shit sells itself. (laughs) You're going bankrupt in a casino. Oh, you got to be some greedy, horrible business person for that. So there was the grift going on, Ben Gyat said. He was extremely disciplined in grifting and trying to use the presidency to make money. The sad thing is that autocrats can be very loved by their followers and people genuinely love Trump. Why? Because there is a personality disorder there. He has a personality cult. But they despise their followers and they use them. And this is what I say all the time, right, about the Republicans. I've, we've said this before, Trump. You know, I may hate you because you are destroying this country. or helping the, the um, greed-centered ghouls destroy the country. You're suckers. You're dupes. But I don't, I'm not trying to hurt you. You know, we're all trying to make sure you don't have to go on GoFundMe for medical care. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make sure that we can all live a decent life. You know, but they hate you. Republicans hate you. They know you're a sucker. No one hates the Trump supporter more than Trump. He really does. Because he he didn't even bother setting up a fake pack. You know, he knew that it didn't matter. He he just put up a link. Because that takes money to set up an organization. You know what I mean? He might have to pay fees or... Incorporation fees or something—that's that will get. Yeah, we might have to spend seven hundred dollars setting up an LLC on Legal (laughs) Zoom, and that's seven hundred dollars he doesn't want to part with because he's a piece of shit legally and peacefully. Shit. Okay, yeah, but they despise their followers and they use them, and that's where the grifting comes in. Because he is not grifting off Democrats; he's grifting off his followers. He's bilking his own followers. This is a uh, expert in authoritarianism and fascism. Experts, journalists, and others have long noted uh, evidence that Trump has a had a presidential penchant for making money. The Washington Post found in 2019 that Trump spent nearly a third of his days in the first three years as the president at a Trump-branded property. And of course, you remember how, uh, whenever Obama played golf at a public golf course, right? They all they all wet their diapers. But Trump, in fact, actually in the first 90 days of pretending to be the president, he spent more money um, on his own private vacations everywhere to his own properties and his, uh, you know, his um, undeserving spawns than the Obamas did in the entire eight years. Am I saying this correctly? Yeah, it was in the first, it was something outrageous. It wasn't the first year. It was like in the first 90 days they spent more money than they the Obamas had the entire two, uh, two terms in office. Uh, but that's okay, you know? Because it's a, it's supposed. I guess that's the way it is with Republicans. They're more. There's no hypocrisy there. This is how they. They, uh, they talk about how. Um, I in fact I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she was like, "Well, you know, um, Leo DiCaprio flies in a private jet, right? So what? So uh, he's supposed to be a big." environmentalist and that's that's the right wing framing and obviously it sinks through But the, so let's all burn let's burn mother earth to the ground because somebody flies in a f- private jet you're of the world so you can't try to make it better you participate in the world so you're you're a hypocrite if you try to make it better, right? If you, so, I mean, it is so, uh, it's, it's, it's defeatist too. And the, this is how the Republicans claim, yeah, illegitimately the moral high ground there. They think they are morally superior because they don't give a shit at all. So it's Okay. If they do absolutely nothing, you know, it's like, Oh, you think you are, uh, you really care about the environment, but there you are being of the world. Right. It's like this, it's the whole, um, bullshit around electric vehicles and, and charging stations and whatnot. Oh, well, I th- was I telling you this, you guys, it's cause somebody came over to me in the, in the parking lot, because I have a electric hybrid, whatever the hell, I was charging, and uh, somebody was like, "Hey, you, uh, you know, that doesn't work. You, uh, you spend more. You, you, that's even worse than than a gas car, <laughs> right?" And I was like, "Yeah, whatever, buddy. I don't want to get into it." And uh, he said that, "Oh, because you're you using, you're still using." um you know the oil or whatever the fuck to uh run the charging station so so let's do nothing then and what the fact is it's it's true that some electric chargers are connected to coal powered power plants because we live we still live in this world right but it doesn't negate that we're trying, we're taking steps in the right direction and not. Well, so what's the alternative? What do we do? Nothing. Right. That's it. Because that's the moral superiority. You do nothing and you don't give a shit. If you you don't care, then you can do whatever you want and you are better. That's the Republican way. But the fact is, um, you know, they're full of shit, of course. It is it is cleaner. It is better using renewable systems. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the, I went and looked it up, in fact, after. I was like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. But anyway... Uh, you see what I mean? It's like the, it's what we say, the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. And, you know, the search for the superior moral justification for not doing anything, for not caring, for being a selfish piece of dirt. Exactly. Paradu on the, on the chat. Progress is not a light switch, dear morons. Exactly. So you're, everything doesn't change overnight. Well, I wonder why, then. If that's what you want, well, stop standing in the way. Right, exactly. Matt on the chat says, As democratic socialists, we should all be walking around in burlap burlap sacks and grocery bags on our feet. That's the other thing. They, they say, Oh, look. Look at AOC. She's wearing a a nice dress that costs five hundred dollars or something. Like she's supposed to be walking around in uh, a potato sack. That's not. That's not. <laughs> you're you, and they. Of course, they betray their own stupidity there. Every socialism. Nobody likes socialism. Except uh, they uh, want their government hands off of off their medicare and they love their socialist security i always whenever i get into a thing with these these right-wing morons they say you know socialist secure usually they're older and they're on socialist security already and i say uh you know socialist security you're welcome thank a democrat and they're like but i paid into that that's their response all the time I paid into that. Yeah, bitch. That's how it works, bitch. You know, we pay into it. We pay our taxes and we get the benefits, bitch. It's not like, so obviously they're of the misconstrued notion that it's what? you. I don't know. It comes from... They, what they, they've they been told it comes from yeah um, they're going to pay for brown people. That's what they're really afraid of. But we're all paying. We pay our taxes. And then, you know, like when you get sick, you go to a doctor. Right? When you get old, you get your socialist security. You get your retirement. If, you've, if you lose your job, you get your unemployment insurance. You don't have to go and uh, go, uh, beg on GoFundMe or maybe you do, but you know, at least it's something. You might have to beg on GoFundMe for medical care. And of course, you know, you realize that these GoFundMe, um, the, I don't know what the stat is, but a large bulk, I think it's like 42% of the GoFundMe, Fundraisers here in in this fucked up country are for for medical care and most of these fundraisers never return anything they never get they never get traction so you're you know you're not getting much if at all they fail so on top of everything else you got to Stress out. You better hope that you come up with some way to pull the heartstrings, or uh, so it'll go viral. You really need to be queen for a day. Everybody's got to be like a queen for a day, where the the old TV show where women had to go on there and tell their their horrible life story and uh, make, and that's how they won they would be queen for a day if they had the worst fucking life. Everybody else got to go pound sand, but... (sighs) So Ben Gat said Trump behaved like an autocrat in other ways, describing him as superbly disciplined and capable at propaganda. You see? He was disciplined when he was filleting himself. And funding himself, doing things for himself. He wasn't doing shit for the American people. And if he ever did it was only because it was to look good in some way to get him more money. To dupe his suckers. He never did a damn thing for you suckers. That's why I can't stand these dumbasses they are like, oh, I miss Trump. He did so. He, my life. Here, here's, here's from uh, one of his latest Nuremberg rallies. Look what he did for us. I mean, come on, man. He's, a, he's a businessman. He stows them people up. They can't. They don't know where they're at because he knows the ins and outs of business. He got all of our prices down, our taxes down, our gas. He down. did. Our food down. No, the man's a dream.
0: And he look what he did for us. Can you
1: believe it? Of course you can. Look what he did for The man's a dream. He got on a he got uh he picked my nose. He uh, he he uh, rubbed my feet. Oh, uh, well, he's a businessman. Yeah, he built three, uh, Matt on the chat, he built three miles of crumbling wall for a photo op. He built He built us out of uh, a lot of money based on a lie he's destroying the country. He. Uh, we gave him millions of dollars to a pack that does not exist. He's a dream. And look at it. He had the prices down. He killed a million people. So that make, he told us to inject bleach and I took him up on it. I put the bleach right in my brain. Why start to put it in your veins when you put it in your brain? ...and get right to the point. He's a dream. He's got three... I mean, how many wives? He's got a lot of trophy wives. He's got a lot of kids. Well, from all these three different wives... ...he fucked a porn star. He is a dream. While his wife... Well, what do you expect? He's a man... His wife was home, couldn't fuck him, so he had to go get a porn star. He's a dream. <laughs> He's a dream. He's a dream. The man's dream. Are you? 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 God, God, help us. He's a porn. Mm? What? I? God, help us. God help us. I look at the time. It's only two minutes. Man's a dream. I can't. I can't take it. Yes. <laughs> he sold me a haiku on the chat. He gave me a pity. He pressed my hat. He gave me a hat. I don't know. I I wouldn't know what to wear if I didn't have all these shirts that say Trump 2020. He sold me a t shirt? The man's a dream. No, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like a nightmare. He's like a surrealistic nightmare. You no, know, and Jim on the chat, are they really savable? They're not. That's why they, I mean, they're not the majority. They are not. They were fake ass bunch of fascists who lack the ability to function in a democracy being led by a bunch of wolves who are lining their own pockets who don't give a shit about them at them at all obviously they don't care about anybody else but themselves and that's why they are destroying whatever vestige of democracy we have hanging by a thread Because that gets in the way of the grift. And these suckers are entirely too emboldened by their illegitimate, less vote-getting death cult, their greed-centered death cult, who who receive fewer votes, who represent fewer people, and need to be shoved into the permanent minority. Oh, my God. Guys, I can't believe how fast the show goes. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out tonight and every night. Become a patron, patreon.com slash Devlin. Keep the show going and growing. We will do some shows this week. Of course, we have our Friday. Every Friday here at 8.30ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time at... YouTube.com slash c channel slash We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. Remember, go to APS Radio News, whatever. Hey, it's a great place. I'll see you soon. Yes. He's a dream. I know. <laughs> Errol Thomas says, I think you and Nicole Sandler would make a great team mocking voices of idiots who love Republicans. Yes. It's never a shortage of them. It's really depressing though, right? That there's, that's what was so depressing. It is. That's the depressing part. It's sharing the same air. As these morons who need to be in the minority, they can't handle it, clearly. All right, guys, you know how it is on Fridays. Hopefully we will have a show this week. I'm not sure what day. At least we'll have one. I have a very tight schedule this week. But... We will do at least one show, but and we have our, uh, you know, we always have our Fridays, and it's, uh, during the week we do get a little bit more latitude, but I gotta go tonight. <laughs> I know, you gotta dream, I gotta clip that audio, yes, maybe I'll make a clip out of it. This short little. Cl- I got to make these clips too. This is the thing. I can't do it all myself. I need. I need. That's why the patronage does help. Maybe one day we can get some help up in this bitch for this bitch for this bitch. It is depressing, Terry, on the chat. It's very depressing. That's what's depressing. It's like knowing that there are so many of them out there. And knowing they're out there is one thing because every country has them. But here we are so corrupt that they are empowered and emboldened. That has to stop legally and peacefully. All right, my friends, my friends, my friends, thank you so much. I want to thank you all again. uh, Haiku, thank you for being the moderator. And Jim, thank you for moderating as well. And all your super chats, Richard and Jim and Matt and Mark. Thank you, guys. Hope everything is well. We'll we'll get together again. I do miss you already. You need a producer with hands, Jim said. Exactly. Not pause. Not pause. Where's my producer? Look at Ray. Hold on. Look at this little one. Look at Ray Ray. Hi, honey. Look, honey. Over here. (laughs) How you doing? You okay? He's a good boy. I disturbed him when he was asleep. All right, guys. I gotta go get the show ready for Progressive Voices, and uh, yes, exactly, Winston or opposable thumbs at least. Look at Ray. Ray's going to. I think I told you he's got uh, another tooth has to be pulled. He's got that teeth. He's got a. He's got something wrong with him. His mouth. He's got a mouth on him that is, he's got a rotten mouth. He's only two. He's got, uh, he's already had to have five teeth pulled. He has all oral ris- repositive repo- lesions. That's what it's called. Respor- no, no, re- not repositive. Res- re- respiratory? Yeah, oral respiratory lesions. And he's got another one. His, his teeth got to be pulled. It's, and the doctor already told me he's probably going to be toothless eventually. Poor thing. It's so sad. But it's not that sad really if he is toothless because he'll always be taken care of. But It makes me think about the poor creatures outside who have that and suffer on the street thank god he's here you know thank god he's home where he'll be cared for even if he er, loses every tooth he'll you know I'll give him the food that he can eat thank god because he used to live on the street you know and it makes me I'm happy that we were able to rescue him Especially that he has this condition. He's only two years old. He's are like, hey, he's got, now he's going to be six teeth gone already. All righty. That'll be Tuesday. Yes, I got to do that Tuesday. So, all right, guys, guys, guys. I know. Respore. Respore. They keep popping up. I know. And he's on medicine and stuff too, but. I could tell when he's. Because he starts like shaking his head. And I think it's like a, he's in pain. And then I, we had a look in his mouth and his. You could see them. It's all red and shit. And it smells. His mouth, he starts smelling like bad breath. And uh, yeah, he's in pain. Alrighty, he's on painkillers now, so He's feeling all right. Dentures for cats? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> He'd probably spit them out. Yes, I brush. Yes, I do brush his teeth, but I don't think I get him. Uh, I can't really he won't let me brush him that long. Doesn't seem to be doing much. And I put stuff in his water. Anyway. That's the Ray report for tonight. All right, guys. We will uh, be getting together soon. Like I said, we will win. We're on the right side of history. I already said this. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thanks for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for everything, and I will see you very soon.